Let's uh, let's stand together. Good to have you here on this warm evening. And uh, I heard I heard uh, I heard somebody say or saw it saw somebody post my favorite day of the year thus far has been fall. <laughs> Some of you will get that when you go home. <laughs> fall lasted a day. You with me now? Favorite day of the year, fall. Well, well, it's winter, and uh, here we are. And uh, my goodness, that happened quick. <laughs> That happened fast. Well, I'm glad all of you are here. Why don't you Why don't you greet a few people around you? Tell them it's good to see you at church on a Wednesday night. While you're doing that, if I could get about five guys to come and help me out. Five guys, that sounds good. Five guys, burgers and fries, anybody? Come. Brother Brenton said only one announcement tonight. That was a lie. And uh, <laughs> not because he didn't. Uh, he only had one announcement. We've got a couple more. You can you can remain standing for a second. Some of you thought I was getting ready to say you could sit down. Uh, just hang on, just a second. Um, uh, what was I going What was I gonna announce? Um, this Sunday morning is a baby dedication. If if you or a family member that is a member of this church wants to participate in that, you can sign up at the information center. Also, uh, many of you remember. Uh, Brother Kevin West and his story of his daughter uh, being murdered. Um, many of you remember that. He has a petition uh, that will be out on the information on the information booth um, for you to sign. If you could take a look at that and be a part of signing that, he's needing uh, he's needing as many people as possible to. To sign that, and so if you could help us and just stop out there and sign, sign that petition and take a read at that, that would be uh, that would be very helpful. Uh, that would be very helpful. Well, once you once you get a copy, once your family gets a copy, you can be seated, um, just to help to help uh, our guys here that are going around. If you don't have a copy, remain standing. They've got them all. Outstanding. The speed at which they moved is unbelievable. Well done. Well, I feel like I feel like I am performing a root canal tonight. Um, uh, I, you know, well, never mind. That's another road. Um, we are going to finalize or kind of sum up our life group series on future planning tonight. And so just to recap, we have we have been through classes on things like investing. Um, uh, Susan McDonald was here uh, and talked to us about 
planning our wills and estates and getting, getting that together. And then you heard last week about how to prepare for a funeral, how to, um, how to plan your own funeral out, how to, how to deal with those things. And this information has not necessarily been something that uh, you enjoy hearing or talking about, but something that is necessary. Um, it's necessary to hit your neighbor and tell them it's necessary, all right? It's necessary. And so we're going to, to kind of sum up these necessary, necessary things tonight um, in talking, talking about this. It's very important to have a plan. It's important to your family. It's important to you that you have, that you have a plan. And so I hope that throughout this series, you have taken time to prepare. I hope that you have, uh, I hope that you've made a will. I hope that you've planned, uh, planned for that and made a will and discussed that with your spouse. I hope that you have done that. Here's what we're going to do tonight, okay? This is a teaching session, and I am a youth pastor, okay? So I am all about interaction here. Here's what we're going to do. Uh, I need the media booth. I need you to queue up just like uh, some feel-good music, just some, some nice, like, you know, godly, please song. And they're going to turn that on here in a second. Not yet. But I'm going to give you about three minutes. I'm going to give you about three minutes to talk. Uh, if your spouse is here, I'm going to give you about three minutes to talk to your spouse. Or if it's just you... If it's just you, I'm going to give you about three minutes to make a plan. Uh, y'all need to communicate on, you need to schedule a time right now on when you're going to have this discussion, okay? Uh, what discussion? The discussion about your will, the discussion about, uh, uh, about your funeral, the discussion, I want you to plan a time. If we, if we fail to plan, or how does it work? If, is, did I say that right? If we fail to plan, we plan, thank you so much, we plan to fail. So here's what we're going to do. Well, I'm not a scheduling type of person. Has any, we all, does anybody schedule doctor's appointments in the house? Yeah, you scheduled those, right, because they're necessary, although you don't want to go. So we're going to schedule this because it's necessary. So pop out your phone, get it in front of you, get with your spouse. Some of you are just like, what is he doing right now? He's definitely a youth pastor. We're, we're doing this, all right? So get out your phone, and I want you to have a conversation and get a plan together right now of when y'all are going to talk about this. Go ahead and cue that music up and take about, take about three, three to five minutes, all right? Ready, go. Get a plan. See, isn't that much nicer with music going on? Isn't that much nicer? There you go. Get your plan. What are we doing again? We are scheduling a time where we are looking at these things. Wills and estates, funeral planning. We're scheduling a time. Block out time for this. You're on the clock, you better hurry up.
Anybody need more time? Need more time? Go ahead. Need a year. That's too. I can't hear very good. Forty. Forty. All right. All right. All right. Let's move forward. So now, hopefully, you have a schedule of when you're going to sit down and talk about this. Let me, let me note here very quickly, our pastor and, and Sister Bounds are, are in Europe, and they will be home for Sunday, and we're very excited. They'll actually be here for Saturday for trajection, and so we are very excited for them to be home. And so please be, uh, please be in prayer for them. God has done great things while they have been there, and, uh, but we are... Uh, just, just thankful, thankful for our pastor and, and his family. And, and, uh, I know that pastor and sister bounds are very thankful for the tackets this week who are, who are handling all of the appointments and all of the things with the kids. And so we appreciate y'all very much and the help you are to our pastor. Amen. We love them. Don't we, don't we love the tackets? All right. Let's, so let's move forward here. Tonight we are going to talk about the legacy drawer, okay? We are going to take everything that we've talked about and say, I've done all of this, which uh, hopefully some of you can say that I've got this all together. But if not, this is kind of the, the concluding, the final thing that you need to do to be ready to go uh, for, for, for all of this, okay? Uh, we're going to be talking about the legacy drawer tonight. Let's look at Proverbs chapter 21. And verse 5, Bible says, The thoughts of the diligent tend only to plenteousness, but of everyone that is hasty only to want. Another version says, Good planning and hard work leads to prosperity, but hasty shortcuts lead to poverty. Good planning and hard work leads to prosperity. Everybody say, Good planning, hard work leads to prosperity leads to prosperity. We want to, we want to have a plan. If we as a church, and this is, this has been, uh, this has been the motive of this church for a long time. This is about, this is more, this is more than you coming to church, repenting, being baptized and filled with the Holy Ghost. And then us saying, good luck. Um, if, if we've done that as a church, we've missed it. 
And it's not, uh, that's not our, that's not what we're looking to do. We are looking to not only, not only get, get folks saved, but we are looking to equip people on how to live their life, how to effectively live a good, a good life. Somebody say amen to that. Okay, so the legacy drawer. Let's get right into it. What, what is the legacy drawer? The leg, legacy drawer is a drawer that houses all the important information your family needs in case something happens to you. The legacy drawer should be somewhere in your home. Anything that has to do with your financial life should be in that drawer. All files should be clearly marked, in order, and easy for a grieving family member to find. None of us, none of us like to talk about to talk about this, but it's necessary to talk about. We recommend that your legacy drawer contain 11 things. Everybody say 11 things. Although it may seem daunting to gather all of this material together, you will be happy you did once the legacy drawer is created. So what we're going to do, we're going to walk through these 11 things. Next week, we're going we're gonna to jump back into midweek services. It's going to be a great time. But I hope that, I hope that you'll dial in with me for the next uh, 20 to 30 minutes and, uh, and we'll get somewhere. Okay. Let's, um, let's get right into this. So there's 11 things that you need for your legacy drawer, for your legacy drawer. The first one is a cover letter. We're going to walk all down through these. Okay. This is simply a letter stating the purpose of the legacy drawer. Nothing fancy, just a way to introduce your loved ones to the contents of the drawer. Again, uh, when we, when I say legacy drawer, this is simply, this is just a drawer that houses all the important information that you have that your spouse or somebody in your life would need upon uh, upon your your death. Okay, and so these are the things that needs to be in there. All right, first cover lever, letter lever, cover letter. Say that five times fast. A cover letter. Number two. Your will and estate plans. This is all information pertaining to your will and to your estate, including names of the executor and power of attorney, should be located in one file. Creating a will in less than 20 minutes, uh, create a will in less than 20 minutes and have peace of mind, peace of mind for your future. Number three, a financial account. Anything that has money in it and your name on it should be listed in the legacy drawer. This includes account names, amount, and account numbers, all right? Number four, funeral instructions. All details and specifications for your funeral plans should be listed so the family can fulfill your wishes. If you are married, you need one for you and one for your spouse. This is a great, being around the church and being involved in, in many funerals and preaching some funerals, um, most of the time there is no plan, and you heard this last week, but most of the time there is no plan. And so most of the time what we see as an office is, is a family member that's been asked or appointed to take care of a funeral, and most of the time that family member says, whatever y'all typically do, just do that. There's nothing wrong with that. Uh, there's nothing wrong with that, but at the same time, y- you... You want to, you, how nice would it be, how nice would it be to, to do a funeral service that you know would honor, would honor the person that you're burying? Wouldn't that be nice 
to do a funeral that that they've requested that speaker, they've requested that song, they've requested that food, they've requested this, this, this. It's all of them, all the pressure is off of you, and you're doing, you're, you're performing a service that you know is honoring them. And so um, I think that's something that's, that's very, very important, okay? So cover letter, will and estate plans, financial account, funeral instructions. A lot of what I'm reading to you, actually everything of what I'm reading to you right now, this is, you can find this online. Obviously, you have a copy in your hand. You can find this online at DaveRamsey.com. You can just type in um, Dave Ramsey Legacy Drawer. All this stuff will pop up. What we're going to do is on our Facebook page, uh, on our social media accounts, we are going to post a link to the detailed documents. It's actually a template for each thing, for, for your cover letter, for your will and estate plans, for your financial. It, it's, it's a template that covers each one of those things. We will post that. To our Facebook, uh, to our Facebook page, you can click on that, and it's a very easy, simple thing that you can just fill out and go through, um, and and you'll be ready to go. Okay, number five, insurance policies, all insurance information, including health, car, disability, term, uh, term life, etc., should be combined into one single document for easy reference. List the type of insurance, who the policy is for contact information and policy numbers. Number six, important documents. Any legal or other important documents you have should be noted in the, in the file. This includes deeds, birth certificates, social security cards, and, and titles. Number seven, legacy letters. Since the intention behind the legacy drawer is to keep your legacy going after you've passed away, it is a great idea it is a great idea to include letters to your loved ones. Number eight, monthly budget. Add a copy of your written budget so your spouse or loved ones know how to operate your household once you're gone. This will help your family keep track of bills and focus, uh, focus on more important things. Number nine, tax returns. Keep the tax returns in your legacy drawer. Uh, keeping the tax returns in your legacy drawer is like an insurance policy for yourself in the event that you get audited from the IRS. Hopefully, you never have to pull them out, but if you do, at least you are prepared. Number 10, a safe deposit, safe deposit box. I put in parentheses what a safe deposit box is because if you are my age, um, in some cases, you do not know what that is. And so this is just a locked box at your bank that you can have access to. Uh, sometimes you get a box or sometimes there's a charge. Just depends on, on your bank. Um, keep copies of all your legacy drawer papers in a safe deposit box. You can never be too careful. Includes information. Uh, include information in your legacy drawer on where your safe deposit box is and who has access to it. Number 11. Passwords. Everybody say passwords. Help us, Lord. Passwords. Write down all pass. Some of you are like, I don't even know the password to get into my phone right now. Um, passwords. Write down all passwords. And man, I feel a ministering spirit coming on me right now. Um, some of you, let me let me help you. Let me let me help you. 
If you, how many of you struggle with keeping passwords together? Oh, see, I knew Jesus was just, just letting me flow right here. Um, let, let me help you, all right? Uh, start, he, here's, here's a simple way. Um, here's a simple way to keep track of passwords. Um, number one, if, if you don't want to get into buying an app and, and doing all of that, I'm sure that's good and great and, and, and is secure and all of that. If you don't want to do that, just make a note on your phone. Just make a note on your phone and put, and put you know, this is my password for this. This is my password for this. Create a document that has all your passwords listed and update that as you go. That will be a great help to you. The way I do it is I have a I have a note on my phone, which is over there, but I have a note on my phone that is a locked note. If you have an iPhone, you can lock a note to where to where nobody can view that except you. Um, and so I have a note that is locked to where um, it my phone recognizes my face and it open opens that note. And so I'm the only person, and my wife is the only person who can see my, my passwords, okay? So, so make, if you haven't done that, help yourself, help your, help your children, help, help, help everybody in your world, you know, just smile a little more and just know, just know where your passwords are. That'd be a great help to you. And uh, it'll save you a lot of, a lot of stress. <laughs> okay, so passwords. Write down all your passwords, combinations, usernames, and PIN numbers. This information allows your loved ones access to any documents, money, or information that is left when you are gone. So these are 11 things that you should have in your legacy drawer. Why, why is this important? This is important uh, so that your family has a very clear plan of action, so that your family knows what's going on, and, and it's a very simple, very easy process that is done and taken care of very quickly within a family that is very possibly, very possibly... Uh, grieving. All right, uh, let's let's stand together. <laughs> Tonight is a very simple night. Okay, this is not really something that we can talk a whole lot about. This is something you just have to do. Okay, this is something you just have to make time for. If it's important, we should make time for it. Amen. And so. This is something that you have to sit down, make time for. Hopefully you've scheduled it tonight, but, but hopefully you can, you can within the next 30 days, shoot maybe, maybe shoot for by the end of January to have, to have a legacy drawer. They, say, they, they said in the article that this takes around 30 days to compile. Give yourself a little bit more time than, than just 30 days with the holidays to get this ready. And in 30 days, you can have all this information in one place and you can have it done. Does that sound good to anybody? Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, I told you, I told you I felt like I was performing a root canal tonight uh, because, man, I feel like I'm in college again or something and uh, hearing a presentation. But this stuff is important. And uh, if, if, um, it's it's important. It's important that we do this, and we ought to be we ought to be doing everything that we can to live a life for others, for others. And um, if if we are uh, 
we all love our families and we care about our families. We should love them enough to make a plan. We should love them enough, care about them enough to get a plan together and so that it so that everything can be smooth, so that everything can be can be um, easy for them. All right? Does this make sense? Um, if there's any questions, don't come to me. I'm teasing. Uh, if there's if there's any questions, uh, talk to talk to uh, there's <laughs> sorry. Talk to Sister Amy Brown. She leads the financial peace class. She's thinking right now, why are you saying my name? Um, Sister, anybody who's taught the classes, Pastor, I'll answer any questions that I possibly can. But you know of the people in the room maybe that, that are well-versed in this. But uh, have conversations about it. If you, don't know, if you don't know where to go or what to do, maybe have conversations about that. And let's help each other out on this. Does that sound all right? All right. Let's say uh, you can come. You can play something. It is, seven, it is 741. And we are about to dismiss, okay? Does, is everybody, are there any contests to that? Any contests? Brother Winnegar's first. I need, I need three total. I'm teasing. Um, do this. Everybody say do this. If, if, we, if we have taken six weeks to do this and thought it was important enough to take six weeks to do this, please, please help us and make a plan. Make a plan, and uh, I know God will bless you for it, and I know your family will thank you for it. Let's, uh, let's, let's say a prayer together. Lord, I love you. God, I thank you for this night. Lord, you've, you've not just called us to, to, to just live, but you've called us to be excellent, Lord. And Sometimes that can be a challenge, God, to be excellent in what we, what we do because the demand of the moment, the demand of what's screaming the loudest right now can sometimes overtake all of this stuff that needs to be planned. God, I pray that you would help us tonight. I pray that you would help us uh, help us to, to think about the things that really matter, to, to, to surround our life and plan our life according to the things. God, that don't scream the loudest, but the things that really matter. In Jesus' name I pray and everybody said amen. One, one quick point that I think is very, very important to understand. Usually the most important things um, are the things that don't scream the loudest. Um, what, do you, what do you mean? Have you ever had things um, during the course of a day that tasks or things that you need to get checked off the list that that are screaming real loud at you, but when you look back and you're like, man, was that really super important? Have you ever had a full day of just like, what did I do today? Yeah. Most of the time, things like prayer, things like your marriage, your relationship with your spouse, things like, um, things like planning like this, these things do not, won't yell at you. They will not yell at you at all. You will never... You will never get a rush of adrenaline uh, by thinking, oh man, I got to make a financial plan today. You're, you're never going to get that. Um, you're never going to feel that urgency. I, I know as a man, I get things done well last minute because that adrenaline kicks in and I'm like, man, I'm ready to go. Let's do it. And, and I've, uh, Lauren's looking at me right now I, I do well 
in, in last-minute situations. And my wife is opposite. She does not do well in last-minute situations. She's kicking me for the last-minute situations. And so this is never going to scream loud. You're never going to get a big adrenaline rush to get this done. But that doesn't mean it's not important. It's very important. Just like prayer is important. Just like these things, making a plan is important, even if it's not screaming loud, all right? Go out, make a plan, get something together, and and you're going to be better for it. Amen? God bless you tonight, 744. Get out of here. You are dismissed in Jesus' name. We will see you at Trajection Conference this Friday.